Welcome to Mindset in the Making with Rachel Josefina, a podcast where we talk about spirituality, perfectionism, and the dance and theater industry. I am on a mission to eliminate hustle mentality and show you that you are worthy of your deepest desires and have the power to create a life you actually enjoy. Just by pushing play today, you are already doing something incredible for your life. Let's keep that momentum going and get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindset in the Making. Thank you so much for pushing play. Every single listen truly means so much to me because here I am sitting in my room and talking to no one, but I'm talking to you. And the fact that you're listening and that you chose to be here one says so much about your commitment to your growth. And I am so grateful that you chose this podcast to listen to. Um, so I just wanted to say that. And before we dive into this week's episode, the Choosing to Rise Artist Workshop of this month is happening on April 30th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Suzanne and I are diving into the power of focus. I am so excited to be having this workshop. We're really going to help you understand why what we focus on expands, right? We're going to also reveal to you the number one thing to focus on so that you can be a manifesting machine. And what I'm so excited for, especially as an artist, is how you can truly create the career and life of your dreams without having to focus on only one aspect of yourself as an artist. In the past few episodes, talking about um, your energy, stop limiting yourself, knowing who you are, right? Bringing yourself into the room and embracing all that energy. It's so important. And I'm so excited to dive deeper in, in a workshop. It's via Zoom and really help people and coach people one-on-one in this aspect of not needing to pigeonhole yourself in and only focus on one aspect of who you are as an artist, but truly allowing yourself to focus on the real thing that's going to change your life and your career, which we'll tell you in the workshop and harnessing that so that you can embrace all parts of yourself as an artist. So if this is sounding exciting to you, if you're like, oh, I've got to be there, I would love to be in a community also while diving into personal development that's specifically designed for artists, the Choosing to Rise Artist Workshop is for you. So again, it is on Saturday, April 30th from 12 to 2 p.m. via Zoom. So no matter where you are in the world, you have access to it. It's only $15. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes and get your ticket today and make sure to bring a friend because things are always more fun with friends. Yay. And we're really looking to change this industry, right? To really shift the industry from unawareness really and scarcity into abundance. And that change starts with each individual person. That change starts within us. So the more people that we can bring into this space of awareness, of learning about themselves, of learning how to apply personal development directly to your career as an artist, the more change that we can see and the faster we can see change as a whole in the arts industry. So if you want to be part of that change, bring a friend, bring yourself and let's go. I'm so excited. Okay. 
So let's dive into this week's episode. We are going to be talking about identity. And as you are creating habits, why it is so important to first look at your identity and discovering and deciding the type of person that you are that would have those habits. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I started running and I've run on and off um, for many years and I somehow just never seemed to make it a sustainable um, habit. And so with this work of creating an identity around the type of person that I am, I have been able to sustainably run for the past three weeks. And that may not sound like very long to someone who's listening who's like, I've been running for years. But here's the thing, like we have to start somewhere. And I have, without failure, right, run three times a week. I've made it happen. I've been resourceful. I have been committed because not because I've decided I'm going to run three times a week, but because of the type of person that I decided I needed to be and the type of person that I am who would run three times a week, right? Because I think a lot of the time when we are inviting in habits into our life, whether that's meditation or journaling or cooling down or making sure to warm up or, um, really anything, but like really in the personal development field, we, or having a morning routine or drinking water when you first wake up, like whatever that is, if you don't know the type of person that would do that and you don't identify yourself as the type of person who would even have those habits, how do you think you're going to sustainably commit to these habits when there's a complete disconnect between the habit that you want and the type of person that you believe yourself to be. Does that make sense? Because if you believe yourself to be the type of person who is inconsistent, who struggles with really consistency, who struggles with getting out of bed in the morning, or if you believe that you're not a morning person, or if you believe that you struggle to follow through, then how are you going to effectively carry out a habit on a consistent basis, right? How are you going to effectively carry out a habit if you think you're the type of person who struggles with following through, right? If you have that belief and you have that identity, you're going to start creating thoughts as you're inviting habits into your life of, oh, well, it makes sense that I didn't do it because I struggle to follow through, right? Like you're creating evidence and you're using it against yourself because the type of person you believe yourself to be doesn't really have those habits. So no wonder it's a struggle. No wonder it's hard. No wonder that habit has, habit has not come easily to you. So if you have a habit that you've been starting or you have a habit that you've been trying to do. I had a client who really wanted to start waking up early. She really wanted to use her mornings earlier. And if you know my philosophy on mornings, we have the MagMomo, the Magnificent Motivated Morning. I have a whole episode on that in the beginning. I'll link it in the show notes. And it's really taking a morning routine and 
kind of flipping it on its head that it's not about what you do and it's more about how you feel. But the thing is, is you totally can change what you want to do if you want to do that. But noticing why you want to do that, right? Changing what you want to do because you're feeling guilty about not using your mornings or truly just because you think it would be fun to wake up earlier and have more time in the morning, right? But if you believe again, that you are someone who struggles to get up in the morning. So my client, she really was like, I'm just not a morning person. It takes me so long to get out of bed. Um, it's like, I'm lucky if I get up before noon and like, none of those things are bad, right? She had a negative connotation about it. She was judging herself, but whatever, (laughs) if you don't get up until noon and you're happy about it and you have enough time and you love to sleep, maybe you're in a show and you get home really late. Like who cares? It's not bad. Anyway, if you believe that you're the type of person and you're just saying the news, like it's a fact, I'm not a morning person, then having a morning routine or getting up earlier is going to be so much harder than if you went to the root root of the identity of who you are and you decided to change that and say, I'm the type of person who gets up in the morning early, right? I am a morning person. I thrive in the morning. And now that may not feel true to you if that is quite far from the truth of your self-concept of your identity. So you could even bring it back to how would it feel if I were a morning person? Like if I were a morning person, what type of habits would I have? If I was a morning person, how would I feel in the morning? If I was a morning person, what would that be like? Right. And then you get to explore the life of a morning person that you think would be there. And when I think of a morning person, I think of someone who wakes up at around seven naturally without an alarm, someone who enjoys being up in the morning, someone who, I don't know what else, someone who likes to meditate in the morning, someone who isn't snoozing 7,000 times, right? Like that's what I see as a morning person. Like what do you see as a morning person, right? You get to explore that type of person. What habits do they have? And are they lining up with the habits that you're adding into your life? And also you can see who you're, who you think you are now, who you believe yourself to be right now and what type of habits would they have? Right. And if you're trying to bring in habits that don't line up with the type of person that you think that you are, then there's that disconnect. So instead of harping on yourself and continuously believing that you're not consistent, that you don't follow through, that you're not a morning person, that you struggle with A, B and C or whatever. And then you feel shameful about the fact that this habit is just really hard to create go back to the identity. It is all about the type of person that you are believing yourself to be a thousand percent. Like I cannot say this enough. And I don't think I finished the story of me running. I think I just rambled on into something else. So I'm going to go back, but with my running, right? I have created that I'm the type of person who runs three times a week. Not just that I'm committing to running three times a week, but I'm the type of person who runs three times a week. I'm the type of person who follows through. 
And with those comes thoughts around that identity that support the habits that I want to have, right? So this morning I had a hard time getting out of bed. It was harder than normal. But I know, and I've been working on the fact that I'm the type of person who runs three times a week, that my brain immediately went into a resourcefulness of how can we make this happen, right? What thoughts can I create around the fact that I'm going to get up and run today because I'm the type of person who follows through on my habits. I'm the type of person who runs three times a week. And today was my third run of the week before the start of the new week tomorrow. So my brain was working with me because I've worked on the identity that I'm the type of person who runs three times a week. Are you, are you understanding this? Like your brain will go with whatever you believe. So if you, if I believed that I had a hard time following through or that I struggle with consistency It would make this morning evidence that, of course, I struggle with consistency. That's why I'm having a hard time. And maybe I wouldn't have even gone running because my brain wouldn't have been working with me to be resourceful enough to find thoughts that support my habit, right? Because it would be creating thoughts around the identity that I struggle with consistency and it would just create thoughts to support that identity, rather than creating thoughts to support the identity of someone who follows through. Like that's just the type of person I am. Like it is, it's so deeply rooted. And when your brain hears that over and over again, like when you tell people that, when you say it out loud, like I say it every time I run, I say it on Instagram and I say it on purpose because the more I say it, the more my subconscious hears it the more I intentionally identify as that. And then my brain will naturally start to create those thoughts because when you're first doing it and you're first working on this identity, you're really having to create intentional thoughts to support what you want to do, to support the type of person that you want to be. And you really get to just choose those thoughts. You get to just decide what is the thought that is going to create the feeling that I want to have. Right. So the thought of I'm the type of person who follows through. That makes me feel so certain. It makes me feel so confident. It makes me feel like I can trust myself. Right. I trust that I'm going to find a way. I trust that I'm going to follow through. Like it's not a question. I don't have to wonder if I'm going to do it because I know that I'm the type of person who follows through. You just have so much more certainty and so much less resistance in the habits that you want to create. And again, going back to the morning of like, if you decide you're the type of person who wakes up early You're going to find evidence when you wake up early that of course you do that. It's just building the self-trust. It's just building that identity in your own brain every time you wake up early that like, of course I do that because I'm I'm a morning person. I'm the type of person who wakes up early in the morning. And when you don't do that because we are human, right? At some point, 
something's going to get in the way, some mishap, whatever, you know, like in the course of your life, there's just no way that you're going to follow through with something without any hiccups because we are imperfect humans. Life happens, right? We expect that. But when that does happen on the rare occasion, instead of making it mean, well, oh yeah, that makes sense because I struggle with consistency or I'm not a morning person or I don't enjoy the mornings or whatever that thought is for you. Instead, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I guess my body just really needed to rest this morning because I'm I'm normally the type of person who wakes up early. So if I didn't wake up early, I I must have been so tired. Like, I'm so grateful that I was able to give myself that extra rest because clearly I needed it. Right? Instead, it's like the thoughts that are created around that habit or around not doing that habit are so different when you truly believe yourself to be the type of person who would have that habit. Instead of it being evidence of, of course you didn't do it, it's like, oh, that's weird. I'm the type of person who normally does this. Something weird must have happened, but that's not going to change for tomorrow because tomorrow, you know, I'm going to get up early again because I'm the type of person who gets up early. Right? Do you see how there's just so much less resistance? It's just so much simpler when inviting in habits to start with the type of person that you are, to build up that identity so that you get to just create thoughts that strengthen that identity because of course that type of person would have the habit that you want. Of course. I don't know that there's that much to say more on this. I feel like if I keep talking, I'm just going to ramble and, and beat a dead horse. But I just, I think it's like, I don't think that we look at this aspect very often. We really look at like what we're doing. We just look at the action and we wonder why we're having such a hard time. And I'm telling you the reason that you're having a hard time is because you don't believe you're the type of person who would have that habit. Like you're really working against yourself. You're working against the type of person that you believe yourself to be. So the more that you can align yourself with the type of person who has the habits that you're looking to bring in, the easier it's going to be to sustainably create a habit that feels good. Because again, there's a difference between creating a habit that maybe you do do on a consistent basis, but you're like pulling teeth and you hate it every step of the way, but you're just doing it because you think that's what you need to be doing because someone told you you need to be doing it. But when you're going against the type of person you believe yourself to be, it feels bad. Like there's a complete dissonance because you don't believe yourself to be that type of person. And just doing that action over and over again while still having the thoughts of I'm not this type of person, you're not going to just magically believe that you're that type of person. It goes the other way around. You have to first believe that you're that type of person for this habit to be sustainable and to feel good. 
So if you have a habit that you've been doing for a really long time and you're like, Rachel, but I've been doing it. I have this habit. I do my morning meditations. I do, I go run. I do work out. I do whatever it is, but you still somehow don't believe and you still haven't decided that you're the type of person that has this habit. That's the reason that it's been feeling like, ugh, it's still a struggle even after this long, like I still am having a hard time with it. Check in if you actually believe you're the type of person who would do that. And if not, decide who you want to be. Because again, it's not like just the way that it is. It's not out of your control. Like you get to decide the type of person that you want to be. And whether you believe in like astrology or Enneagrams, or Myers-Briggs, or whatever personality test that like tells you the type of person that you are based on whatever, I think it's so great to use these tests as a way of understanding yourself more, a way of understanding your the reasons why you view the way the world the way you do like i think that they can be really really great and i totally lean into the fact that i'm a one the perfectionism the inner critic is so strong there the black and white needing to be right needing to be wrong like i i absolutely in my natural nature have leaned towards that but if i continuously tell myself that i'm the type of person who sees things in black and white I'm not going to be able to see the and. I'm not going to be able to see the gray areas, right? If I believe that I'm the type of person who just has a really loud inner critic, I may not be able to give myself so much grace or even like dissipate that inner critic as as much as I can with all these other things that I'm learning, right? Because if I really identify myself as a one or as a Capricorn or whatever that is, it limits your own choice to bring in habits that may not line up with an Enneagram one. It may limit my choices that don't line up with being a Capricorn, like stereotypically, right? And it can be sometimes really it can be really comfortable. Like it can be really satisfying to, to lean on the faults of these personality tests of these astrology signs, right? You have people like they act like an asshole and they're like, Oh, it's because I'm a blah, blah, blah. And you're like, really? (laughs) Right? Like it's such a cop out. It's really not taking personal responsibility for the fact that like you're choosing the type of person that you want to be. So while using these personality tests and ways to identify yourself can be really helpful in understanding yourself, don't allow it to limit your decision on the type of person that you want to be. Because if you want to be a different type of person, you just be a different type of person. Your brain's going to work with you when you create that new identity. And that new identity may feel hard at first, 
may feel unfamiliar because you've spent however many years defining yourself and identifying yourself as a different type of person. But the more and more you commit to the type of person that you want to be, the easier it's going to be to bring in new habits. I'm going to leave it there. I really hope that you go back and you listen to this episode again, right? Continuously check in with your identity and start there. And if you love this, share it with a friend and tag me on social media, take a screenshot and let me know what you got out of it. Let me know the one thing that I said that you were like, damn, Rachel, that hit, right? Let me know. Okay. Also, this is really resonating and you are wanting to really work on your identity. You're wanting to work on bringing up your self-concept and becoming the type of person and just allowing yourself to decide the type of person you want to be. I would really encourage you to schedule a consult with me. This is exactly the type of work that I do with my clients. And as you're building up your self-identity, as you're building up your self-concept, having another person to remind you of the type of person that you're wanting to be, to show you the thoughts that you're that you're creating and really bringing you awareness of, is that supporting the type of person that you want to be? Or is that supporting the type of person that you formerly believed yourself to be and maybe still do believe yourself to be? Having another person and having me on the outside will change the game for you. So if this is something you're wanting to dive into, clink the link. What clink? I always say that. Click the link in the show notes and schedule your consult. And let's discover how I can help you to create the life and the career of your dreams. All right. As always, no matter where you are and no matter how you feel, remember, you always have a choice. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset in the Making. If you have not already, please rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening. The more people that rate and review means more people can see these conversations, which means more people will be gaining mindset shifts to shift inside so that we can see a change on the outside. The change really starts with us. So I would so appreciate that rate and review. Also a reminder, the Choosing to Rise Artist Workshop is happening on Saturday, April 30th from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time via Zoom. So no matter where you are, you can join. We are diving into the power of focus and how you can be a manifesting machine by focusing on just one thing that we will tell you about there. All right. I am so excited to see you. Suzanne and I are so excited to invite you into this community that we are creating. Truly, it is so special and we want you to be a part of it. All right. Go have an incredible day and I will talk to you next week.